0: If you're like me, you make a lot of decisions based on gut instinct. In today's conversation, you're going to discover why that's not necessarily the best approach for your business. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than a Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox from Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. I have spent a lifetime making decisions based on my gut, But as my guest, Glebe Saporsky will tell you, that's not necessarily the best way to approach things. Glebe is best known as a disaster avoidance expert. He's on a mission to protect leaders from dangerous judgment errors known as cognitive biases by developing the most effective decision-making strategies in his coaching, consulting, and training from the disaster avoidance experts. He's a cognitive neuroscience and behavioral economist and he writes for Ink, Time, and CNBC. He is a best-selling author, and his new book is available on Amazon and bookstores everywhere, and it is entitled, Never Go With Your Gut, How Pioneering Leaders Make the Best Decisions and Avoid the Best Disasters. Glebe, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me on, Lorraine. It's a pleasure.
0: Let's start with the elephant in the room. I've spent my whole life making gut decisions. You're telling me that's not a good idea?
1: That's right. You got lucky. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the history of gut decisions, let's say a small enterprise, you'll run a small enterprise with a digital marketing agency. Mm-hmm. L- looking at all small enterprises, we can see that about half of them fail within the first five years. About two-thirds of them fail within 10 years, and that's because their leaders make gut-based decisions, unfortunately. Now, the same applies to large companies. There's a study by Chungka Muy in Billion Dollar Lessons, that's the book, about the American companies that went bankrupt from 1981 to 2007. 423 American companies that were large, over 500 million, they found that of the bankruptcies can be purely attributed to bad strategic decision-making by leaders who overwhelmingly went with their gut. They use bad decision-making processes. So we see it applies to the large companies as well as small companies. Leadership decision-making going with their gut is very likely to lead to disasters in the long run.
0: Okay, so if I have to give up my gut and you've got me convinced that I need to try that What is a better approach, particularly for smaller businesses who are making, I would say, a lot of decisions on the fly? Business Mm -hmm. comes at us a little bit faster and maybe we don't have that same support network that you might have in a larger company. How do Mm -hmm. you let go of your gut and what do you replace it with?
1: I'll give an example that comes from actually firefighters who have to make decisions in the heat of the moment much faster than business (laughs) leaders have to make their decisions. They looked at firefighters in the UK who are making mistakes and they found that overwhelmingly 80% of mistakes in firefighting come from human error. And so they looked at that and they said, hey, what can we do? Now, there are a number of strategies that I work on that other people like me work on, on decision-making. So they developed three questions that firefighters need to ask themselves, firefighting leaders, before they make a decision in the heat of the moment. And they found that these three questions really greatly reduced the error rate of firefighters. And once people became trained, you know, in a couple of months, to ask these questions mentally habitually, it became a habit, they weren't actually making decisions any slower than firefighters who haven't been trained to make these questions to ask these questions. So these are people who have to ask questions much faster than business mm-hmm. leaders. And so for business leaders, I developed a technique that involves five questions because they can afford to take a little bit more time than firefighters fighting the fire so here yes, are the because, five questions
0: i was going to say because most times the building is not burning down around us
1: <laughs> that's right that's right it's not literally burning out around you it might feel like it's uh, burning down but that's a false response because our gut intuitions are actually adapted for the savanna environment when we were hunters and foragers not the modern environment the modern business environment we have a strong fight or flight response where we attempted to decide way too quickly whereas it's much healthier for our business and our decision making and our careers to take a bit more time and ask these five questions first What important information did I not yet fully consider? Again, what important information did I not yet fully consider? This is a crucial question because we tend to look for information that confirms our beliefs, Mm -hmm. whatever we feel comfortable with, and we ignore information that we are not comfortable with. So you want to look for information that goes against your preferred option. Try to disprove your preferred option, and if you can't, that's great. Then it's much more likely to be correct. So that's first. Second, what dangerous judgment errors did I not yet address? And there are over 100 of them called cognitive biases that you can look up on Wikipedia. My book, Never Go With Your Gut, How Pioneering Leaders Make the Best Decisions and Avoid Business Disasters, goes through the 30 most dangerous ones for businesses, entrepreneurs, and how they can address them. Next, what would a trusted and objective advisor suggest I do? Think about a trusted and objective advisor, whoever that is for you. What would they suggest you do? You can, of course, give them a call or text them or something like that, or you can just imagine them. We get about 50% of the benefit from simply imagining what this person says according to the research. Next, how have I addressed all the ways this decision could fail? Again, think about all the ways this decision can possibly fail. Imagine that it completely failed then think about what you can do to address the causes of failure. What might be the causes of failure and how can you address them? So that's the fourth. And finally, what new information would cause me to revisit this decision? Again, what new evidence would cause you to change your mind? It's very hard for us to change our course when we're already pre-committed to implementing the decision unless we decide in advance that, hey, here's a specific measuring point. If we launch a new product and it doesn't make 450000 in the first year, that means the product is not... Uh, something is problematic. Maybe the product launch plan is not working, so we need to revise it. We need to reassess it. So have that s- specific information that would cause you to change your mind at a certain stage. So those five questions, I mean, I went through them in like two minutes, mm-hmm. and it takes only two minutes to ask them and answer them. And if it takes a little bit more time because you discover... Unpleasant information, that's very good because then you will not face countless hours and many thousands of dollars addressing mistakes.
0: Those questions, really, like you said, they don't take very long. You can kind of think through them in rapid fire in your head. But if you're willing to be honest with yourself about those and really look hard at, okay, what am I missing? You know, because that's really what they, they all boil down to. What am I missing? What perspective am I not thinking about? And I love the idea of looking at the problem through the eyes of your trusted advisor. My husband is way more cautious than I am. And I think I probably would stay out of trouble sometimes if I would look at the world through his eyes.
1: A great think, example, because yeah. here you see where your gut reactions Caused you to go into the wrong direction. But if you ask that question, what would a trusted and objective advisor suggest I do, and your husband represents that for you, then you can, of course, just imagine what he would hear it say, or you can actually ask him, mm-hmm. and that would really help you stay out of trouble.
0: Absolutely. believe this has been so interesting, and I know that there is so much more that people can. Learn about this subject and should learn about this subject. There will be a link to your book, Never Go With Your Gut, from the show notes. Thank you so much for being a part of the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me on, Lorraine. It's been a pleasure.
0: Absolutely. If you have enjoyed today's conversation, listen to another one, They're Short, and look for other episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks. Thanks for listening.